what's going on? This is episode 12 of the Garage Cast. Thank, do I, I think I've talked about, do I have to tell you guys it's episode 12? I mean, I think, I think when you download it, you can see it's episode 12. But whatever, let's, let's uh, move right along. So yeah, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this week's guest is yours truly. Nah, yeah, I'm doing a solo one today. Um, I ended up getting sick. Uh, if you watch episode, listen to episode 11, 11.5, the mini episode, I will apparently, apparently, I had strep throat at that time. Didn't know about it. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor type of person. I mean, I've I've gone, but it was definitively, you know, something was wrong with me. But usually something like that, I thought I had a cold. Ended up having strep throat. So bad call on my uh on my end. So that's why in that episode at least, uh I was pretty down, pretty, you know, gloomy and just I just didn't have any energy and I was just trying to fight through it because of uh episode eleven. Um, you know, I gave out some wrong the uh wrong websites that kind of stuff so i felt obligated so i gotta push this one out man i just didn't i was i didn't feel up to it but hey look at me now i'm back but um yeah just me today uh i started got got all my drugs from the from the doctors the prescription prescriptions i got from him got me some scripts but yeah so feeling a lot better and uh decided to just you know kick it off Kick it off with good old episode 12. So, like I said, today is a solo. And uh, so, what, what does that mean? I get to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Um, I'm still supposed to get uh, supposed to get some more guests on here. I do like having guests on the podcast. I feel like uh, it gives uh, just gives a little bit more information. Just, just exposes, gives that person or people a little bit more exposure. And uh, it, it's just something different. I mean, because I think I mean, once you listen to me ramble, you know, that's you pretty much figured me out. But I haven't, I'm yet to really talk about uh, real deep stuff, just things that I really think about, mostly conspiracy stuff. But no, honestly, um, for instance, I was talking to my brother about um, how um, how people, and it's kind of always been said, not always been said, but just how people are kind of bred to work for people instead of, and these these are uh, blue collar level people, just normal everyday public school public school attendees. You're bred to go to school or go to grade school, go to high school, go to college, and go get a job uh, working for someone. Um, and I talked to my brother about it, uh, not a lot, but often on throughout the years, and we really talk about how. Um, working for someone isn't necessarily the absolute worst thing but i think working when you work for someone the plan to get out from under them is never there the plan is always well i want to become a manager or i want to become i still want to work under someone in this capacity so if you work for uh if you work for amazon most people most people that work for amazon will say well I want to be the warehouse manager. They won't say I'm going to start my own version of Amazon and go call it, you know, whatever rinky dinks are us, but you know, doing the same product, they're going to provide the same service. No different than uh, CVS and Walgreens exact same. Well, nowadays more so exact same product, two different companies. 
So yeah, I mean, I talked I talked to my brother about things like that uh, off and on. It, it starts to become kind of redundant, you know, just talking about that because uh, he, since he was younger, since he was young, he's always had his hand in creating his own money. And then, you know, when uh, when Rich Dad, Poor Dad, when that book came out, you know, he was very much into that. He, he got me to read it, and I started to understand more so, you know, how how to create, you know, your, your own thing. And I think what ends up happening is a lot of times people, like I said, people are kind of bred just to work for someone. And then when you approach them and you say, well, you know, okay, but what are you going to do? What can you do if your job, you know, uh, fires you right now? What can you do? What service can you provide? And usually it's nothing. Usually people have no idea what they can do. And I think that's uh, that's a little bit of the problem. Not to say that everybody, not to say that absolutely everybody can be the owner of some company, but I am saying that people can, um, essentially people can hustle, right? So if your thing, um, if your thing literally is, <clears throat> excuse me, if your thing literally is, uh, you know, uh, finding spare tires on the side of the road or, or whatever, it's, let's say you just get old worn out tires and you more so more or less flip them, right? You, you take them somewhere, get them refurbished or whatever you can do with old tires and then you make a profit off of that, then, okay, well, that's your thing. Now, you can turn that into a business, but it would take uh, developing a lot of uh, a lot of expertise in that in that um, in that realm of. Oh, excuse me. I'm being rude today on the mic. It takes a lot of expertise in that, in that, uh, I guess, market to know what to do. What can you do with old tires to create, you know, more, uh, to create profit? Uh, how much does it cost? How do you lower the cost? All that kind of thing. All those types of things. Uh, yeah, I just think that most people don't have that, um, that kind of hustle in them. And I uh, remember talking on the last podcast uh, with Donna about it was about uh, how do how would I make money doing, uh, how would I make money podcasting? Uh, that example I gave was just very generic, very general, uh, because in the big scope, in the large scope, in the big scheme of things, um, I won't make money off of this. I would have to take, I would have to use this and somehow uh, do live podcasts in front of a crowd and the crowd pays in all honesty, you know, five bucks to get in, you know, that kind of thing where I can uh, generate money specifically from podcasting, you know, and then hopefully, you know, uh, I get more popular and then that's when advertisers come in and then that's when I get kickbacks off of those sales. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I mean when I say uh, I talk, I used to talk uh about things like that, like actually being your own boss and everything. And that's a real big thing when it comes to my wife's trying to creep in here and she's going to go through the loudest plastic bag ever. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same plastic bags that, uh, or the sun chips, the sun chips came in that people were banning from their, okay. Banning from their live shows. Um. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I used to talk about a lot of a lot of different things. You know, my mother, my brother. We just we like to talk about things like that. And I think uh, when it, when you when you do things like that, um, you tend to bring 
those types of people around you. So you become who you surround yourself with. So you, if you surround yourself with a lot of forward thinkers or just people that are into, um, I don't know if progressive is the right word, but people that are into uh, moving forward and creating their own business and just, you know, really trying to move, trying to do something for them. I mean, even something as simple as, uh, you know, weight training or exercise or something that's going to benefit them. You get more people like that around you and then you become that. Um, Yeah. So me and me and my brother would talk a lot about just how how to break the cycle. yeah, I think uh, recently we were talking about how um, politicians and all these people have uh, the, essentially they are immortalized on television and well with video essentially, uh, and then and in the public eye. So you have all of these people that were uh, that are were were and are running for uh, running for president now forever. In this election year, those people's uh, likeness and names are forever there. So now that now those people's children, which most of them I would think are older, because uh, most of the candidates were are, are just older, but even then, their grand uh, yeah their grandchildren will see them, and now that will they'll, they'll see them in the videos, and now that will set a standard for their children and their grandchildren. And for the average person, we don't have that. I mean, we have home video and your little, uh, uh, yeah, we have home video and, you know, cell phone videos, that kinds of things. But th- those types of things, but nothing that is as broad and out there and, ha- and can create as much of an impact as uh, as a presidential election. And not only that, just, just bigger things. So, um, yeah, I talked to him a lot about that kind of stuff. And I'm yet to have a... Um, have a guest on where I can talk about those types of things. So usually I just come on here and just, you know, talk a bunch of, just, I pretty much complain. But don't, 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 don't get me wrong. Those are 100% real. Compl- I just, I don't, for the life of me, I don't understand. The, I don't understand why people think certain ways. I mean, I get it. They're trying to do a job or, you know, that's how they were raised. But okay, now you're in the real world. Now you're out here you know, figure it out. But, uh, yeah, that, so that's the big, that's the, that's the one, uh, guest I want to get on. And you know what? It may be me needing to push the conversation, but so far, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, goodness gracious. Uh, so far, uh, the guests I've had on have ha- haven't had those types of, uh, interest. So, uh, when I have a guest on, I usually just let them kind of go for it, you know, talk about whatever they want to talk about, which to me, you know, to me is fine. That's great. I don't want to force a conversation. Um, but, yeah, uh, so hopefully uh, I'll get some of those kind of guests on. Maybe, you know, you know what, I should just have my brother on. That might be one thing. He's kind of shy. But, uh, yeah, that's what uh, – that's that's the uh, – I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, having conversations like that on podcasts. So yeah, hopefully one day or hopefully multiple days I can get conversations like that or, 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 or guests on here where we can really talk deeper about it. And I'm not trying to, you know, solve the world's problems, but I think it's good to always think about that because I mean, look at me, you know, I'm just, I'm essentially nobody, but if in my, in my immediate family, it's 2016 also, right. But in my immediate family, 
I don't know of anyone that even has a YouTube channel that pr puts out information. Uh, many, many of many of my family members have YouTube accounts, but how many of them have a YouTube channel and and a podcast? So even doing that very, very small step that breaks a cycle because now my kids or my uh, even my brother or uh, you know just even my wife they can look at me and go oh wow he did that so now that just raised the bar for um, the ability to do different things and I think that's the biggest difference between people that you know uh, work for someone and people that uh, people that work for someone and then people that start their own business or, or, or create their own I guess create their own hustle if you will but I would like to say you, you start your own business sometimes Sometimes your hustle starts starts your own business because you'll say, like the tire thing, you say, well, you know, I'm finding these tires and blah, you know, I'm finding these tires and I'm flipping them. And then you figure out, oh, I could, uh, what was the uh, company, 1-800-JUNK, got junk, whatever it is, whatever that company is. Same kind of thing, you know, guys just walk, driving around going with all these refrigerators and, and dressers and kitchen sinks and whatever it is. After a while, he looks around and goes, well, I should just start a business that does that. And so that's what they, that's what he becomes, or that's what the person can become proficient in. They get a truck, they're driving around, they're finding all the tires on the expressways, and you know, and they have to, look. when you do things like that, yeah, you got to look at the law, because they'll, they'll quick, quickly jam you up. Um, but something as small as that really raises the bar and goes, it makes, you know, kids and family members and friends look at you and go, oh, he start, he has his own business, he does what? And a lot of times people don't know that there's a market for that, you know, and uh, me and my brother often talk about Damon Dash, how he <laughs> he's adamant about his uh, son having sales, selling cookies. But his point is that, you know, he doesn't he doesn't work for someone. He doesn't desire to work for someone. And the in that aspect, the more the harder you work for your company or your product the more money you'll get or the more exposure you'll get and hopefully throughout the year the quarter or the month uh, you you be you get you take steps forward and you just get more exposure and, and more exposure means hopefully more customers or um, more uh, joint ventures like I think uh, uh, the white knuckles gear I mentioned before and often wear the, wear the shirts every now and then nice and comfy uh, White Knuckles Gear, uh, they just put some news out that they teamed up. I can't think of the other company. Check their, uh, go to their uh, Facebook uh, Facebook page. But they teamed up with another another company, and now they're going to do, uh, I, I think, joint ventures, putting, putting uh, designing together and putting out stuff. So the success of your thing just connected you with hopefully someone that's successful or more successful than you with a bigger market anyway. And now you guys get together and you may, you're not necessarily selling your company, but you can uh, do some sort of contract to say, okay, we'll work for three months together and we'll put out, you know, seven items or whatever it is. So there's, uh, it seems to me, as long as, uh, as long as you do your homework, there's always, there's always a future in uh, joint ventures and starting your own business. It's just, you definitely have to hit, uh, you definitely have to hit certain marks. Because if not, you'll just be spinning your tires. And you'll spin your tires, get frustrated, and quit, you know. And, and that's a sadly, um, that's sadly the cycle sometimes. Eh. And then, then sometimes you, you also do need to get 
you know, kicked in the butt and quit and run down and, and look around like there's no tomorrow. And then, you know, you get a, uh, was that a light bulb uh, lights up and you go, oh, okay, that's where I went wrong. You know, I was too flat. I didn't need an office. I can work out of my garage or, you know, work out of, work out of a spare bedroom or whatever it is. <clears throat> anyway, <sighs> now I'm done with that. But yeah, that's the real big reason. Um, I don't talk about things like that because I could talk for days about it. Anyway, yeah, so I was, uh, when I was sick, had strep, I didn't even know it. So what ended up happening, um, I'm just down and out, you know, uh, walking around here, uh, walking around here down in Dayquil and, uh, and you know, Robitussin, thinking I'm going to kick it, you know, kick it in the, uh, in the in the uh in the butt and get rid of this daggone cold that wasn't it but check this out so i'm at home i'm sick right so i'm not at work so there's a company and they're probably everywhere right so this there's a company that sends i don't know how it works man there's a company that sends out representatives to people's homes or to the to the neighborhood so they walk around knock on your door you know so so this company um was doing roofing and i think what they do is they come out and they do an estimate and then that estimate's good for six months or whatever it is so uh guy comes to my door i answer the door talk, and i know how it was is i was going to my car this is so wrong i was going to my car uh to get something kid walk kid pure kid kid walks up to me you know how's it going sir and he's trying to and i can tell that he's not he doesn't know how to talk to people yet because everything sounded like a pitch. Everything sounded like, oh, that's great because you're in the, you know, you're, th- that sounds perfect because you're in the market for a great deal. It, it sounded like such a pitch, but I gave the kid the benefit of the doubt. So anyway, so I basically kind of signed up for this thing. I said, yeah, you know, come on out, um, look at my place and give me a, give me a deal, right? Give me a uh, estimate on my roof. So what ended up happening was uh, a week later, two weeks later, whatever it was, they called me back up. And I <laughs> I give them fake names, man. And I, I do that so I know when people call me and ask for this specific name, I know, oh, I'm, I'm already out of that deal. I'm uh, This is some nonsense. So I'm bebopping around, driving home. A guy calls me, and uh, he calls me the, the day of. And he says, uh, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, this is so-and-so. Uh, we're supposed to be there at 3 o'clock. You know, are we still on? So I tell him, I said, look, dude, I uh, can't do it. Old lady said, uh, my wife said, nah, it's a no-go, right? I'm down, but hey, I only have half the money in the house, right? So he goes, oh, okay, sir. You know, and I could, as soon as I said it, as soon as I said, you know, I'm out, his voice changed. He was upset. He seemed like he wanted to go. I drove all the way out here, 47 miles, and you just canceled on me. Anyway, I'm blaming it on my wife. So anyway, so that guy, uh, I go, oh, sir, you know, you know, hopefully, you know, you have our number, you have our information, you know, give us a call. I go, all right, man, thanks, sorry about that. So about a week later, this dude calls me again. I've already told the guy no. I've already... Giving them the the uh, the okey doke of as the man of the 
as a man of the house, I don't have power. My wife said no. I already gave him the spiel, right? Dag on computer. Computer? Computers going black. Uh, I already gave him the spiel like, yo, dude. My old lady said no, we ain't doing it. And this guy's just coming at me. I'm like, come on, man. And this is the point where this is what I was saying before. I understand the hustle. I'm not mad at it. But if a person says no, if a person says no and they give you a reason, whether that reason is real or not, you got to let it go. And this guy just kept going and kept going. I'm like, come on, man. Leave me alone. I'm not trying to spend any money on no stinking roof. I guarantee you this. If the roof's leaking, I'll find out. Daggone ceiling, ceiling will change colors. And then I'll, then I'll, uh, then I'll call you in. You know? Then I'll call you in, man. But yeah, this dude just kept going and kept going. So, I don't know, man. I, I understand this hustle, but at a certain point, I just got to go, look, man, you got, y'all, y'all need to back off. This is, this is getting ridiculous. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, man. So, that was my, uh, that was my experience with the, the roofers over there. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not mad at the guys, but the way it was set up, it was like the, the kid that came to the house had zero power. It wasn't, he, he basically was truly the middleman. So he, I told him, yep, let's go for, you know, Tuesday. And so he called somebody and then had to almost explain who he was. And then um, had to explain who he was and tell him all of the information that I'm going to turn around and tell him. So he calls in, does his, uh, does his whole spiel, and then gives me the phone. And I give the guy on the phone all the information that I gave the kid. And I'm just going, all right, so even if I were to buy into this, this is super janky, man. Because I'm thinking the kid's going to, because he fills out a piece of paper, like a uh, pamphlet. Fill in the blank stuff, name, uh, time of the appointment, date, that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, circles the, uh, here's the number in case you want to change change your appointment. You know, does that thing. So, when, when I definitely was out when he called the company and had to explain who he was. I said, this is this is ridiculous. So, you guys don't have a better a better system than this? Something's definitely wrong. You need to uh, need to have a focus group get together and do something about that. But yeah, so that, I just don't I, I don't understand why they why they they don't take no for an answer. And I know, yeah, ABC always be closing, right? But if the the money holder says no, then as a company, you got to say no, man. I just I don't get it. I just, I really don't. Anyway, here's my here's my question. I have a real question. One of my four and a half listeners answer this question to me, answer this question for me, or answer it to me, whichever one makes more sense. Why is it, why, why, why is it that people, and, and I've only really seen it in, um, on Facebook in these uh, kind of public yard sale kind of, no, yeah, 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 like public yard sale groups, right? So it'll be like, you know, uh, uh, Brentwood yard sale. So everyone that lives in Brentwood, I guess, you know, put, post their stuff. And if 
they post their stuff online on Facebook to sell on Facebook, but then they'll also, you know, post like, hey, we're having a, a real live front yard yard sale uh, today between, you know, whatever it is, 8 o'clock and 3 o'clock, right? So I noticed a trend is people will go on their Facebook page, Facebook page, I don't know, obviously from Japan. They'll go, excuse me, they'll go to their Facebook page, they'll go to one of these uh, groups and post something like, hey, what time does, uh, what time does Whataburger close? on uh, on third street and i i read this stuff and i 100 percent understand what they're doing 100 percent. i completely understand it i get it but i at times i wonder do people are do people think about what they're posting on the internet when it comes to getting information that's on the internet. I completely understand what they're saying because I think what ends up happening is these people think because they're on Facebook. Now, mostly seen it on Facebook. I guess you know. I guess people can because I put it well. Let me back up. I've done it on Twitter. I said, "Hey, I'm going to Idaho. Where are some good gyms in this area?" Like a jerk, I could have just typed in uh, gyms or powerlifting or CrossFit or whatever it is in a zip code in a search engine and really got you know, and really got me a, a, an answer could have gotten you know four or five hits or whatever from the ymca to the you know regular commercial gym but what i think happens is these people post this to these groups and they they misunderstand the fact that these groups are so are filled with possibly their friends what, I, what i'm saying is i think that these people think that they're talking to their friends they're not sitting in a group of, you know, 10 people or even three people going, hey, hey what time is Whataburger on 3rd Street close? Because that's a valid question when it comes to being surrounded by human beings. So what ends up happening is out of the three people that you're with, two of them don't know. One of them kind of gives you a shady, que- a shady answer. So what do you end up doing? You end up either just going to Whataburger right now or you end up um, – looking it up on your phone or on your computer going what time does that you know look at waterberg on third street and it gives you the hours i just don't i don't i don't think i don't think that people think about what they're posting like that i just don't understand why would you do why not just take that same question and put it into any search search engine you can google you can yahoo you can put it in aol I think you can even still ask Jeeves. I mean, there's just MSN. You in MSN, you even get these little bonus points. Just wh- take that question and put it into uh, the search engine. You hit enter, or even the uh, little search uh, search eyeglass magnifying whatever the stinking thing is. Click click. You hit that, and you get all this information, all of it, and then even check this out. Let's so say you post that same question. Whataburger. Whataburger, Third Street, hours, right? What time is it close? If you put that in there, you'll get an answer. And then if you scroll down a little bit more, every now, I know on Yahoo at least, you'll get, um, you'll get I think it's called Yahoo Answers. And it's basically a forum. It's similar to Yelp, right? Because you go to Yelp and it'll give you reviews and all this. 
But the same thing, you'll you'll see these Yahoo Answers or whatever it is, and it'll you get kind of live feed. You get more up to date feedback. So now you say, well, yeah, they say, yeah, uh, Waterberg on Third Street closes at uh, nine, but I went there the other day at eight, and they were already closed. I mean, at least you get that instantaneously. Vice posting this to a group on Facebook and hoping someone cares about your post enough to do the research that you could have done in probably that you can put that into a search engine hit enter and maybe a quarter of the way down the page you'll uh you'll get your answer i, I don't understand when why people do that and it happens a lot and it'll be something it i've seen uh <laughs> Where is uh? It's it's so it's so stupid. Where where's the closest Little Caesars? What? Type in Little C. <laughs> type in Little Caesars. Even if you know how to spell it, put it in the little bar. It's littlecaesars.com. And I guarantee it's 2016. If this were 2000, 2003, 2004, maybe all all the websites didn't have it, but now. You go to Little Caesars homepage and you type in, you know, 77362, right? Whatever your freaking zip code is. You type that in in the locations tab in the drop down. And then I think it's some of you will even say, you know, uh, 10 miles, 25 miles, 50 miles. You can type that in, sir. And it'll tell you where, where the closest Little Caesars is. Stop posting this stuff to Facebook. Like we're supposed, <laughs> like we're supposed to have. Oh man, I'm blowing your ears out. Like we're supposed to have this information at the ready. Hey, let they act as if someone is sitting there just scrolling through, just hitting refresh on these groups, going, "Okay, I know somebody's gonna have a question I can answer." Like, oh, 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 Little Caesars, where's the closest one? And then have, and then end up writing a stinking essay about it. I just don't understand why people do it. That's all. Just doesn't make sense to me. I, I, just why? Please, someone, anybody, answer me that question. Twitter, Facebook, answer that question for me. But I won't lose sleep over it because uh, I just I won't lose sleep over it. I don't lose sleep over a lot of stuff. I'll go to sleep right now. I can sure go for a nap. Anyway. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, and I'm, you know what? I'm not judging those people, but I am wondering. It's kind of like this, I think it's the same way that their mentality, I don't know how old they are, because it, you know, happens quite often. Their mentality or thought process on the internet is the same as a 12-year-old's thought process. A 12-year-old may look at the internet or access to the World Wide Web, they may look at it and see, it's just for Facebook. It's just for Snapchat. It's just for you know Instagram or whatever it is. They don't even see the, the the glossary you know in the book. They just see oh man it's six hundred pages. I have to find this one topic. No, if you if they just go to a home screen search engine and, and type stuff in, I think that's what ends up happening. Is these guys these people kind of get caught up in 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 uh not necessarily social media, but they just get caught up in this one little portion, and everyone does it. There's no way people can tell me that 
with their cell phone now they use every uh every feature on there or even half of the features on there i i know for sure when i got my phone i think i got it updated or something i immediately took some of these apps and just put them in this little category section that i'm not i've never messed with them so just that alone let alone going in and you know messing with all the features you're not going to use you know half of the potential of anything that you have right excuse me you're not going to use it but come on man it's the daggone internet internet the world wide webs use it to use it for what it was essentially invented for to find information (sighs) i don't get it help me somebody help me this is this is ridiculous I'm beating a dead horse. I'm kicking a kicking a neutered mule. Was that is that a bad joke? Anyway, yeah, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Another thing I don't get, check this out. I'm driving to the store, right? I'm driving to the store today, as a matter of fact. And I know you've seen these merge lanes, right? And you've seen them on uh expressways and uh expressways in the streets, right? And the merge lanes, if you don't know what these are, there's a three lane or something, uh, but it comes down to a two lane and usually there's a sign or you get the uh the little arrows that are at a probably at a 45 right if it's not everything's at a 45 degree angle but you get these arrows that kind of point to say hey hey dummy the guy in this lane you might want to you know merge now or you'll get the sign that says uh lane ends in 1500 feet you know and you know not expressway though you know 3000 1500 1500 you know why do these people wait until the lane ends? I just, I don't I don't understand them waiting until the lane ends when the traffic is going at such a speed that now I have to slow down to let you in. But if you would just pace me or whatever it is, pace the traffic and just slide in. Not it's and I get it because everyone's new to a city, new to an area. They may not know that this lane ends. I get that, but usually by the time the first arrow hits, at least for me, I go, "Oh, I didn't know this lane ended. Let me dart over." These people don't. These people don't. They will sit there and just drive and bebop along until the lane actually ends and just. And just like a bumper car or a NASCAR, when they hit the wall, they just ride the little white line over into your lane. And I just look and I go, why? Why didn't you do that 10 miles ago? Why? What was the benefit of sitting in that lane that long? I don't understand it. You know it's going to end. It says it's going to end. Why not just move out? Get, get in the lane. I try not to get angry. Because my doctor said I shouldn't get angry, but yeah, I don't. I just don't understand how people, why people do that. To this day, it 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 uh doesn't bother me. I don't lose. I don't. I don't lose sleep, but I definitely, I just, I don't understand why they do that. I don't understand a lot of things, and daggone it, that's what I'm going to talk about today. <laughs> it's just not. I don't know. So, oh, look at that. It's been 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, I try not to hold you guys captive for too long. But, yeah, I, those are just some things. Uh, hopefully I can get uh, 
hopefully I talk like I have no sort of plan. Hopefully I can get no I will get uh some guests on here to talk about some some hot button issues like Alex Jones now. But yeah, I, I like to uh get some people on here to talk about some good stuff. Hopefully uh that'd be perfect if I could make it to New York and get on the Metal Lab podcast. Be complete, completely out of my element. But uh yeah. Um I think I think that's a wrap for this episode of the Garage Cast. Uh thanks to our sponsors, sponsors, which I don't have any sponsors, which is okay. Sponsor free. Oh, one thing I would I will I, I would ask you to do, which I guess I should have asked in the beginning. If you could go to uh if you could go to iTunes and uh rate my show, rate this podcast and uh give me feedback, give me one star, five stars, whatever it is, but uh it'd be much appreciated. So I know that the listeners are the listeners have a way to to give me some feedback about the show and also when uh when other people look the show up on iTunes, uh they're able to kind of know something about it before they download it. Uh that'd be that'd be much appreciated if you could do that. Uh you can do that on um my Facebook page also. What I'm just trying to get is some some feedback about, you know, what you guys think about it, uh where should I go with it? And uh if you can answer that question that I had earlier that I can't remember. That'd be that'd be perfect. So thank you for listening. Uh, tune in again next week. Hopefully I don't get sick. So I'm out three or four weeks again. But yeah, tune in next week. And uh, thanks for listening.